0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 229 of the Bite Me Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Cliff Johnson. I'm joined by another host, Colby. Woo! There's Colby. And Mr. Dylan. Woo! Dylan's shirt has got like an awesome pattern on it. I love it. It's very... Is it, is it, it soft and fluffy too? Is It's it like, fleece. It's fleece. God. Is it Pendleton? I haven't
1: worn a... F- I haven't... No. I think it's like a... It looks like it is. Mm-hmm. Um... But I haven't actually worn like a fleece jacket or because it's a zipper. So I don't know what short oh, it. nice. nice! Um, used to wear these all the time when I was in like fourth and fifth grade. But yeah. probably since then, I don't think I have. Uh, and I, I remember how nice that was. It was a it's, nice time. And now I know what I'm going to wear all the time.
0: It's just cool enough in Washington right now that you can totally get away with, like, wearing a hoodie. It's real nice. Yeah. <laughs> I've been wearing a hoodie and shorts all <laughs>
1: Yeah, so. Honestly, this is probably, like, my favorite time of year, kind of, because you just... Yeah. Yeah,
2: On you Monday can... here, it was 79 degrees. Then Gosh. yesterday, it snowed. And then today, it was, like, 65 degrees. So, you know. Washington weather is weird but i think utah weather might be weirder Um, why because it was almost 80 one day and then (laughs) snowed the next day
0: the only thing i will say is weird about uh washington weather in particular is we do the thing where it rains out when there's no clouds in the sky you'll just like look up i'm like where where is that rain coming from it's just forming out of nowhere um besides that yeah no Weather's weird. Anyway, we're going to talk about things besides weather today, like maybe video games. A little bit of a light news week, but that's all right. We're going to talk about E3 and what E3 has become. We're going to talk about Mass Effect because it's getting close-ish to the the day of the re-release. They released some new information on that. Uh, Noise cancellation, like, I don't know, Colby and Dylan should both enable it right now. probably make things better. Colby can't, though. Bummer. Uh, And apparently NVIDIA is going to make more 1650s. If that doesn't mean anything to you, um, we're going to explain that and just how sad the state of video cards is if if uh, NVIDIA is going to start making more 1650s. We got questions from Vinny. Um, I don't know, like a random question I found on Twitter that I liked. Uh, one from Princess Megan, one from Alan S., and one from Richard Deacon, which might actually prove to be, uh, a, a, I don't know, I'm not sure how we all feel about these things. Actually, I know how Colby feels about it. I don't know how Dylan feels about it. I mean, our Discord was... Up in arms about the the correctness of the answer to this question. We have lot some cheap free games. Of wrong people. Absolutely, a lot of wrong people. I agree. We got uh, some PlayStation Plus, some Epic Games, and some more Game Pass games because Game Pass is the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, we have small bites. That's mm. something interesting and new. And uh, we got Troll Corner. Sony's in it again because why not? Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to talk about there. what we've been playing. Dylan looks like he's been playing ellipses. A series of ellipses.
1: Yeah, D- it was tell a, me. Does this? It's a dramatic pause.
0: Does it bother you as much? So, so Dylan and I uh, formerly worked with someone. I, I, well, I guess I formerly worked with him. Dylan may still work with him. I don't know. Um, who used ellipses completely wrong, and it drives me <laughs> nuts when people go like "Hi," dot dot dot, or even more appropriately, "Hi," dot 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 dot, <laughs> or "Thanks." Dot, dot, dot. And don't realize that what you're saying isn't like, hey, thanks. It's thanks or or more thanks. Don't use ellipses, people, unless you know how to use them. That's what I'm saying. That's it. That's all. Uh,
2: All I'm saying is that I need to find Dylan an NES game to describe.
0: That's what I'm hearing too. So why don't I talk about Spirit Fair and Narita (laughs) Boy for a minute? Um, Spirit Fair, Colby already talked about it a lot, so I I don't really know how much more I can say about it. Besides, it like holy crap, it's so good. Um, I don't know. I I couldn't even tell you why I liked it. It's just it's got a really good. No 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 no. I've 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 ferried two people to the great beyond. Oh yeah. So I'm like
2: I'm like I don't know how many people you ferry
0: to the great beyond like but
2: you know want to say
0: yeah so apparently i'm like i don't know 10 percent of the way done with it um it's got a really good story and a really interesting gameplay loop and i don't know i just like making giant weird ship things and watering plants and meeting strange people and Making bad food. I made food the other day that was so bad that the people wouldn't eat it. Like, literally, there's a guy on my boat who will eat anything, and he turned it down. What did you make? I don't know. Like, literally, the food is just called, like, disgusting food. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. If you put, like, (laughs) what if I cook, you know, uh, sawdust and lettuce together?
0: I think anything you cook with lettuce just becomes disgusting because, I don't know, lettuce doesn't cook,
2: I guess. You make
0: salads and stuff, so... I don't know. I've accidentally made disgusting food twice now. And, but I also make a lot of weird, like, cooking on this ship would be horrible because I'd make a bunch of food that I'd go, like, Ugh, why is everything made with seafood? And I'm like, well, I guess I'm on a boat. I guess that makes sense. It's not like I can't, I haven't figured out how to slaughter the sheep on my boat yet to make some sort of sheep food. I can only you can't. shear them. Do you, so you, you catch sheep kind uh-huh. of, I mean by yeah. catch, I mean like literally you catch them, you like feed them an apple and they follow you back to your boat and I'm like, I guess this is my sheep now. So how it works in um, real life
2: too. I mean, if you want to go get some sheep, all you have to do is get them into your car and they're yours. That's a good point,
0: yeah. Anyway, I only have one sheep. Pen. And so I just also have a free-range sheep that just wanders around my my place, which is fine. But the animation when you shear a sheep is maybe the funniest thing in the world because they'll just be stand there being all fluffy, and then you like pull out the trimmers, and their eyes become like the size of saucers, and then you just like, and all their their wool falls off, and their eyes are still just huge, but now they're just this little teeny skinny sheep, and then they're like, okay, kind of shrug it off and, and go about their way. So I don't know, Spirit Fair is real good. I absolutely do not understand how the same developers who made <laughs> sundered a fantastically dark Metroidvania also made this like kind of delightful and sad story about you know someone who you know essentially his job it is to ferry souls to the afterlife so I don't know real good game though um Narita boy is uh, a new game that dropped on game pass it looked. It looks really good. It's a very interesting looking game. It has a very cool, like, graphical style. And it's not for me. I uh, I loaded in, it's very obviously one of those, like, oh, you're going to get hit one time and then die. And you may respawn right where you were, but you may absolutely not respawn right where you were. And, like, the combat feels pretty good, and the story seems like it's going to be real interesting, and it's free. So, like, if you have Game Pass and light kind of... Hard platformy kind of things that look like they have kind of an interesting story. Maybe it's for you, but man, that game was... I played it for 20 minutes and said, nope, thank you, but no. So, anyway. um, Dylan's going to to describe Clue Clue Land now. It uh, appears to be a Nintendo game. That's what I know about it. What is
2: this? (laughs) They're so close to it just being super racist. (laughs) We need to do this with C's guys.
1: Um this is this is giving me nothing here. <laughs> oh man. I'm going to go with a It's kind of giving me like a Bomberman vibe, but there's coins. So maybe maybe it's like Bomberman but you're in a cave and you you blow up the rocks to get money
0: so i'm gonna to get to use one of my very favorite words in describing this game i'm very excited about that uh the although clue clue land is the official english title for the game clue clue is actually an ang
2: anglicization anglicization
0: of kuru kuru a japanese onomatopoeia love that mm. word that refers to something going around and around so in clue land the player is a female <laughs> balloon fish named bubbles known as gloopy in Japan who swims around in a maze trying to uncover all the golden ingots the story starts with a type of sea urchin the unira steering all stealing all of the treasures in the underwater kingdom of clue land bubbles the heroine sets out to retrieve the treasure the object of the game is to uncover all the gold ingots in each stage while avoiding the unara and the black holes <laughs> so, so close Dylan super close
2: I thought I was
1: pretty close
2: so uh, was all of the 80s across the world just like I don't know run on cocaine I I have I to so. assume like everything about everything was just like well that sounds like some sort of coke fever dream right yeah were it's- having
0: absolutely just people getting like just blasted out of their minds and like let's make it I mean the 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 clue land does not sound significantly different than how you came up with like the movie head it's
2: <laughs> it's not that different was Jack Nicholson so- there I assume Jack Nicholson was there for everything in the eighties. I would pay if it was just like Jack Nicholson in the eighties, like out of his mind on Coke with like a bunch of Japanese gamer programmers who didn't speak English. God, that'd be amazing. They just like (laughs) like, you know, communicate via
0: weird sign language and like weird drawings (laughs) on a whiteboard (laughs) and cocaine. (laughs) It's absolutely perfect. All right, call tell us what you've been playing. Tell us about the forty five games you played this week.
2: I only played one, two, three, four, five five, six, seven, eight games. He
0: only played eight games,
2: though. But I'm only going to, uh, like, vaguely talk about some of them. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> like, Moonlighter, I beat it. It's great. Yay! Um, it's, I'll, I don't know why. So I started playing that probably a year and a half ago and only mm-hmm. played, like, 20 minutes of it. I and did, I too, kinda, and I didn't really like it. Well, and that's the thing is, is that, like, I remember not liking it at all. Um. I kind of wonder if it was the, like, hey, guess what prices you want? Yeah. Um, and since this time around, I'm like, I don't know. The wiki will tell me what prices to set. Um, yeah. I, I kind of wonder if that made it way better. Because then it's mostly just, you know, the, the dungeon crawling, which is kind of fun.
1: Yeah. I, w- uh-huh. I wonder if that, that was what turned me off mostly. Because, like, I don't... I'm just guessing. Like, I'm literally yeah, uh-huh. just guessing prices, uh-huh. which is kind of fine, but it doesn't really help you learn from it like i wouldn't mind if it was like if it like oh i was way off but i learned like uh-huh. or there was something to be like hint hint this might be between six and eight <laughs> chashkis i don't know like
2: it's low but you don't know how low like maybe right. and that that was my that's when i first started looking and, like is what, was, what is
1: even high and what's low like i yeah, was I, selling I,
2: things for like 90 and they're like this is low and i'm like well how high and so i went to like 135 and they're like. That's low, and I'm like, well, and it ended up that it needed to be like 450, and I'm like, well, that would have <laughs> taken me a while to get there, so. Yeah,
0: I remember thinking it was a cool mechanic, but not a mechanic I enjoyed, which, man, that is so true of so many games these days. I'm like, you oh, completely that's interesting, skip it now. but not for me. Just, yeah, just I, might, I might actually go back and play Moonlighter that way. It's on Game Pass now, too, right?
2: I don't know. I own it, so.
0: Okay, let me rephrase that. It is included with the Game Pass Ultimate now.
2: Oh, okay. Cool. Um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I mean, again, I think once I just kind of got rid of that. Like, I don't. I'm not guessing. It's just <laughs> well, and like once you sell something, it kind of sets that price. So you don't constantly have to go back and look. Like occasionally the prices will go up and down depending on like scarcity and stuff. I'm, I wasn't sure. quite sure how that worked. It's just occasionally it happened. And then you know you'd have to go back and go like, well, how much is it now that the price is up? But for the most part, once you've set it and sold it, you just have to you know. Keep putting it in, and you d- or nice. you just put it on the thing, and it automatically sets that price. So, but uh, yeah, it was really good. Um, then I played a game called Winding Worlds which is an Apple Arcade game. Um, I played it because I told the developers on Twitter that I would, and I'm a <laughs> man of my word. Damn it! Good job. Um, mostly they like had like a trailer or something. I'm like, oh, that looks kind of fun. Um, And it is. It's real short, probably two hours long. Um, That's a great length. uh Uh-huh, especially for a mobile game. Um, And it is kind of hard to describe, Um, but I will try my best. You are a little bunny girl with the most adorable dog ever, whose name is Peanut. Um, I believe I posted a picture on our uh, Twitter of Peanut. And uh, you go into a wormhole to try and fix people's problems once you find a magical necklace. But in actuality, you're solving your own problems. Um, And you do it via, like, you're on, like, kind of a small ball world. And you can kind of move that in different directions. And a lot of times you're doing kind of puzzles based on that. Whether it's you have to move to a certain spot on the world or, like, in one of them you have to, like, rewind or fast-forward time. Um, interesting and then there's like puzzles like once you get into the puzzles a lot of them are like oh you need to move something out of the way so if you move the you know spinner around a certain way it'll move things or connect things um, but overall it was a really decent fun game with really good like you know art and stuff and I really enjoyed it and like I said it's like two hours long which is perfect for that kind of game um, yeah so if you have our purple Apple arcade I would pick it up because I also got song pop party on there, which is a like, uh, name that tune game. Oh, Really? Um, that uses like actual music. I have no idea how it works with licensing. Um, because it seems like it shouldn't. Um, it's not <laughs> like, well, it's not like pulling from Spotify or anything. I have no idea how it does it. Um, but like, I don't think they licensed, you know, the Rolling Stones and Queen. Um, that seems unlikely for a little name that tune game. Interesting, um, but it's real good. Um, you play. You can play against like the computer. You can play against people. I think um, like online or it seems like maybe kind of a it off to each other kind of game as well. But I haven't done that because I don't have friends and you know no one wants to play music stuff with me. Yeah, um, I mean, that's that's not fun. I have like a weird memory that just I'm like, oh yeah, that song. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know that song, but I, for some reason, I know who it is. Um, but it's actually really good. Um, it, uh, I I do enjoy name that tune. There was a podcast called Oh Something Something Bird. And I, I'm not I'm not saying that something something I that is actually in the podcast name, um, that w- it was like a name that tune, uh, podcast, mm. but it something something birds yeah music trivia, <laughs> um, that was a really good podcast that hasn't been updated in like two years and I'm very sad, um, but uh, yeah if you like those kinds of things go get that, to answer your Apple question. Arcade. Yeah,
0: Matthew Nuzereth, who is the CEO of Song Pop, says that we have licenses with the big labels and publishers, and we pay them. There's an urban myth that if you use a small clip, we don't have to pay anything, but it is not true.
2: Huh. So they so do license all that? They
0: do license them.
2: Huh, that seems expensive. For <laughs> right? <laughs> that game. Um, and then I played Cozy Grove. Uh because I was going to get it on Xbox and realized that it was on Apple Arcade for free. And I'm like, done and done. And I'm kind of glad I did because it is totally not a game I'd want to play on Xbox. Um, (laughs) I saw that it was like an Animal Crossing type game. And like, I, I, I like the ability to say like, oh, this game is like, A stardew valley game or a you know like one of those big tentpole games of that genre the problem is is that with like animal crossing i think you kind of get into the weeds with that one because a lot of people put like stardew valley and animal crossing in the same grouping yeah which isn't true they're kind of different games um they do share some similarities where because like i love stardew valley don't like animal crossing at all um and this is Animal Crossing, um, where you can you play for, like, 20 minutes a day. Um, yep. And then after that, not much to do. I mean, like, you know, I guess if you want to go around and dig up piles of leaves and find more sticks and mushrooms, you can, but why would you want to? Um, but it seems to be okay playing it on my phone for 20 minutes a day. Yeah, um, I can see that. You know, like, I can be at work and just sit down and play for a couple minutes and put it away. And, like, I mean, I know that you can do that on the Switch, but to me, I, I just can't for some reason on video games. Whereas yeah. with on my phone, it just feels different, and I'm not yeah. quite sure why.
0: No, I, I absolutely get that. Like, I would have a really hard time sitting down to just do 20 minutes of something on a console or a half hour of something on and a especially console. Especially yeah. on an Xbox. I yeah. don't know.
2: Like, on a Switch, I'm like, I get it. It's portable. You know, I can do it in bed and stuff. But, like... uh, uh, Xbox, I'm not going to log in and play for 20 minutes and then go play a different game. But, uh, it's really good. It's really adorable. You play a like girl scout ish kind of person Mm -hmm. who, um, goes to a haunted Island and you've got to help ghost bears, um, with their problems so that I guess they can move on. One of those ghost bears is shaped like corn and I love it. Uh, okay. Like, uh, kernel of corn like made of multiple kernels of corn i believe i have not run into this ghost bear. i was hanging
0: like out in their Euro discord corn? so the people that make that game are local to seattle and i was
2: hanging out in their uh, their discord earlier so and someone posted it. it's very cute I've run into the the seagull bear, who's like a bear seagull. So he's pretty awesome. He's also a ship pirate guy. Love it. Um, It's a really cute game, and it's it's fun. And if you liked Animal Crossing, you will most likely like this because, like, I'm like fishing in it, and I'm like, how are they not getting sued by Nintendo? Because that is the exact (laughs) same animation from Animal Crossing, like the exact same one. The only thing that's missing is like the bad pun. Of, you know, that you have to hear over and over and over again Ugh. from Animal Crossing. Yeah. I can't... What was the one that, like, was the sea bass? <laughs> yeah. What is it? It's like, I, I never played know. it.
1: Oh, yeah. It's like a sea bass, but it's like a play on, yeah, like, like your grade or something.
2: Yeah. It's an A-plus bass to me. You're, you know, it's something it's really bad. Yeah. And... Yeah. When everyone first started playing, because they were in season, you just caught those over and over and over and over again, and it's like, okay, after seeing this the three hundredth time, <laughs> I don't want to see it ever again. But uh, then I played Cattails. Uh, one
0: sec, Cozy Girls is out today, right? On Xbox and oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It is. It's either today or tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, really, depending on when you're listening.
0: So. Yeah, absolutely. The 7th or 8th of April.
2: Yeah. I, I can't remember which one it is. Um then I played Cattails, which is a Woo-woo. Yes. No. Um like a I don't know how to describe Cattails. <laughs> cat RPG, but like indie cat RPG. Um where so you So not play, Cat Quest? No, no, Um, where you play as a cat who like, I don't know, gets taken out to the countryside and dropped off after you do something to a little girl. I like turned away and I'm like, wait, what happened? Why are we in the car and the mom's pissed at me? <laughs> um, and you join like cat clans who have to fight other cat clans, but you also have to like, I don't know, hunt and um, forage for food. And everything about this game says that I should just be like, "Well, this is for me. I'm gonna sink 50 hours into it." And I think I would, but like, when I say it's indie, yeah, it feels a little too indie. <laughs> for this feels me. very much like, "Hey, we're using like the default
0: assets from like RPG Maker." Yeah,
2: yeah it, like that's rough. it. It was a really good idea, but like, I don't know. Like a lot of it is like, "Oh, you've got to go fight." Like other cat things and it literally just turns into this ball of cats just all hitting each other and like I don't know it seemed like every single time the other clans would just like mow through my guys but then I could manage to fight off like eight cats if you just like kind of like kited them and attacked them one at a time Um. but then it you know I'm doing like a main quest and it's like oh you have to find a black hair and I'm like can do never seen one but I'll look for it and I spent, like, an hour and a half trying to get a black hair to, um, like, pop so that I could hunt it and capture it. Never saw one. Like, looked at the wiki, and it was like, oh, they're here. And I'm like, no, they're not. Um, And it got to the point where I'm like, this is a 30-hour game or a 15 to 30-hour game. And I'm like, if we're talking, like, 5 to 10, I might be doing this. But, nah... Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you'd like it if you like those uh, kinds game. of games. But it it was rough. I'm not um, like a
0: guy that needs my graphics to be amazing, but those graphics are
2: mm-hmm. tough. Yeah. Um. Then I played Risk of Rain one and two, and all <laughs> for for time's sakes, I'll just push those all into one thing. Um, Risk of Rain is a game that if you like very difficult roguelikes, you probably will like Risk of Rain. If you don't, you probably won't. And I'm kind of hit or miss on them, and this was a miss for me. The first one was actually, I think I liked it better than the second one, just um, by the fact that they're pretty much the same game. The first one's just like a, I don't know, Commodore 64-esque looking game, and mm. the second one's like a full 3D, third-person shooter kind of game. Interesting. Um, And it felt a lot better playing it as a weird kind of like Commodore like you know not even 8 bit kind of game weird um, once I got it in 3D like there's just so much going on and I'm getting attacked from every side that it just seemed even more difficult <laughs> and the game was already really difficult <laughs> um, I played it both of them together for probably about two hours and never got past the second level on either of them that's rough um, but, like, I, I definitely see that if you like those kinds of games, that would be a game for you. It was fun, and I got it for, like, 12 bucks. and at some point, I may go back and try the first one. I don't know.
0: I, I will say that uh, it is a game. Like, someone asked a question a couple weeks ago, I think, that was, like, what what soundtrack do you... I think it was, like, what... Have you played... Is there a game soundtrack that you've listened to and you've never played the game? Um, and Risk of Rain is that game for me. I love the soundtrack. Like it has I just really to the soundtrack, soundtrack all the time. And I've and, yeah. and I'm like, man, maybe I should go play
2: that game. I love the soundtrack so much. The the first one actually looks a lot like Terraria, honestly. Yeah, it's it's like the first one I think I would enjoy more than that.
0: Yeah.
2: Um how much is it just like the on sale? Do you know? I don't know. I'm looking at it Steam, it's ten bucks. Yeah. So on Xbox it's on sale. And if it's like, I mean, essentially, I picked it up for two dollars because, like, Risk of Rain Two was ten, and Risk of Rain One and Two was twelve, and I'm yeah. like, well, might as well. Maybe um, I'll maybe I'll try. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not very good at games that aren't that are hard
0: oh yeah yeah. i just want like i like i said i really wonder if in co-op it it would be
2: easier
0: yeah right now you can buy risk of rain for five dollars or risk of rain one and two for 12 so i don't know maybe it
2: has a really awesome mechanic that i hate in that you set it for very easy and it changes based on how long you play the game oh no so after I think 10 minutes, it goes from very easy to easy. And after 20 minutes, it goes from easy to medium. <laughs> which I guess is supposed to just kind of like push you along. But it mostly m- and meant that I ended up on level two being on the medium setting and just getting killed. Yeah, um, I don't know.
0: Roguelikes are just not exactly yeah. my jam. But whatever. Then
2: finally, <laughs> I played a conic- Iconoclast. God, the
0: game's so good.
2: Oh, have you played that? Yeah. Was it free or why do
0: I own it? Iconoclast I kind of is one of those games that like I think just occasionally gets given away. Um, I actually played it on Luna, on Amazon Luna, the streaming huh. service.
2: Um, but sometimes I think it just gets real cheap maybe. I don't know. I was, it, I was looking through games I own and I saw it. I'm like, I don't remember buying this and it's not my games with gold. So I
0: need okay. to get it. On, I, should ch- I don't think I own it on the Xbox, but I should check and see if I do because I really want to finish it. Um, cause it's super, it's like a, a yeah. Metroidvania that's just great. Yeah,
2: Metroidvania, the, like probably like kind of like that fake 16 bit where yep. it looks better than 16 bit. Yep. Um, you play as like a girl who's fighting against like a bad, I don't know, um, corporation government religion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess uh, that's probably
0: more right. Like it's, it's the government of her, of her, like she lives in a theocracy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But that also appears to be a, like, corporation? Corporation? I don't know. Yeah, Adam. And, uh, yeah, you fight against them using your wrench. Give us five years. We'll probably live in one, so oh. it'll be fine. <laughs> so Elon Musk's like, hmm. Yeah. Tell me more.
0: It's a super fun game, though. Like, I really... I only put maybe two or three hours into it, but I really enjoyed what I played, so...
2: we'll see um, if you have it on... Uh, uh, Xbox? Xbox, because i do and i don't know why
0: i've never purchased it i actually found out the other day i thought i canceled my luna subscription like four months ago um and then i noticed that it it renewed like three days ago so i actually have luna for another month so maybe i'll just play it um cool
2: game though super cool game yeah yeah i i enjoyed it
0: yeah it's like 20 bucks normally it goes on sale quite often though it's it's like three years old at this point so you know it
2: definitely goes on sale and that's all my games. That's all the
0: games Colby played. Yeah, it's it's twenty on the Xbox too, and it does not appear that I own. Holy crap! This I
2: just saw the corncob cob bear. <laughs>
0: it's super cute, right? It's adorable. <laughs> I liked it a lot. <laughs> I don't know. It's not exactly. I mean, it's like. I mean, it's like literally if you mated a an ear of corn <laughs> with a bear. <laughs> I. I don't it's also
1: know. very rectangular. Very rectangular. Very <laughs> enjoyable. I like
2: all, them all the bears are kind of SpongeBob Square shaped. i love it love it all square. right uh, That's, square
0: square so i'm gonna try something right now because i think it works but i'm not sure so if you go to bite me podcast.com slash patreon come on oh it works <laughs> Rich hooked me up he, he was listening to the podcast last week when I was like if Rich could just go fix that that'd be great he's like I went and checked and it looks like it's there but it doesn't work I'm like yeah I tried to make it work and I failed and I gave up <laughs> he went in and fixed it so it works now so you can go to patreon.com bite me podcast or bite me patreon you'll end up in the same place and uh, you'll be able to support this podcast by throwing us a couple dollars. We have a one, three, seven, and $10 tier. The $10 tier, we read out your name every week. I'm supposed to get stickers, I think, tomorrow, maybe the next day. We'll be sending out stickers real, fat, real soon to all our patrons. So thank you to John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Jill Cole Jr. Woo woo. <laughs> Thank you uh, to them and all of our patrons. We appreciate you helping us uh, keep the lights on around here. Again, you can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast to slip us a couple of dollars. But now, Dylan, where are we?
1: News.
0: News. All right. Do you guys remember that we're in the middle of a pandemic? We are yeah I know it's kind of hard to tell sometimes i went I went and picked up food the other day at like a like an outdoor mall kind of by my house and uh you would not have known that we were in the middle of the pandemic based on the number of people at said
2: outdoor mall. It was I am fascinated by people who would risk covid for like applebees,
0: oh jeez, right
2: yeah <laughs> like like it's applebe'es guys like
0: you can microwave the same crappy food at home. It'll be fine i yeah, I don't. I don't get it, but whatever. You know, it's fine. Um, Oh, Dylan's got a mug that says hubby on it. That's so cute. Um, Anyway, neither here nor there, I guess, except to tell you that E3 is not going to happen this year. You're not going to be able to go to LA and pay, I don't know, however much is this, like $600 to, to get into E3 and wait in line to play video games. Wowie, wowie. Yeah, so... Vinny actually kind of asked a question about this later, so I'm not going to give a lot of opinion on it right now because we can opinionize on it later. But uh, E3 announced that uh, it is going to be a digital-only E3 this year. Uh, which uh, is going to be June 12th to the 15th, uh, with confirmed appearances from Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft, Take-Two, Warner Brothers, and Coke Media. Um, Sony is absent from that list, of course. They have not actually been to E3 for a number of years, and frankly, last time they were at E3, I have never seen a worse presentation, so there's that um also not there is ea but ea does ea play they've done ea play for a number of years at the same time um but also like not there is like square enix has not said they're going to be there sega bandai namco tencent 505 or activision blizzard so we'll see like this was just kind of their initial announcement those other folks may uh kind of come up um for the average e3 person I can't imagine this is really that impactful like you know I guess there'll be less clapping um when people do things but I I don't know yeah. if that's really you know whatever you're still going to be seeing the same presentations you probably would have seen either way I assume um so you know I mean E3's what it
1: Just is less sweat
0: yeah I guess I guess yeah probably probably the, the less people stepping into an auditorium full of like 500 nerds and going like who huh mm. yeah mm-hmm Um, I guess you do miss out on things like, you know, there are the kind of fun parts of E3, the, you know, giant T-Rex photo ops, the giant T-Rex photo ops, the, uh, the, you know, surprise of, uh, Keanu Reeves showing up and someone telling him that he's fabulous or gorgeous or breathtaking, breathtaking, spectacular, whatever he is, you know, stuff like that. I think that you'll probably lose some of the spontaneity of an E3, but at the same time, like really what I'm there for is just to watch game demos, Um, we'll talk more about that later when Vinny, uh, when we talk about what, uh, Vinny's question about E3, uh, Mass Effect is getting, uh, some changes that comes out. I think I want to say March 14th, if I recall correctly. So we're getting, we're getting close to there. Um, but they've just released a a huge number of, of kind of what the changes are. I don't think we're going to talk about all of them, but, um, a lot of what they're talking about specifically is changes to how Mass Effect 1 plays. Um, and I don't remember this, Cole. You may... Do you remember Mass Effect 1 being a way more, like, RPG-centric game with 2 and 3 being more shooter-specific? I, it's been way too long for
2: yeah, me. Yeah. I mean, not, like,
0: a huge difference, but yes. So apparently they're going to uh, kind of cut down on that. Um, They'll be less... Apparently, like, the gun... Th- play in that was actually kind of driven by RNG to some degree, like when you'd shoot. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I didn't realize that. I just thought it was a terrible shot, mm. like <laughs> I guess. Well, um, I mean, that, which is also true, but apparently, yeah. It didn't like, help you any. It did not help me at all. Like So sometimes when you actually clicked on something, it would miss just to add like an extra like, hey, I rolled a D whatever and it, it missed. So they're going to kind of, kind of uh, make it a little more shootery than the other ones. According to uh, BioWare, we heard the consistent feedback that it was it's pretty frustrating to take a few shots with an assault rifle and suddenly have the reticle enlarged to span a large portion of the screen. So we looked at tuning the mechanics to provide better handling without, mm. outright scrap, without outright scrapping
2: the spirit of the original game. So I think. What? Interesting. Why not just go with the like gun kind of thing of two?
0: Yeah, and I think that's kind of what they're going to do is bring it more in line with those. Three. Um, like,
2: I, I just don't quite understand. I, like, I understand that they were different, and you're going to have me, a lot of people bitching, like, oh, no, like you ruined our game. But, like, uh, I, I would rather have, yeah, the, the gun the feel of the guns from two or three rather than one.
0: Yeah. It's uh it's to me very much a dan if you do, dan if you don't situation, like someone is going to be mad. So yeah. you know. Um, and it's me. And it's Do you, you. have the developers' home addresses by I, the way? <laughs> <laughs> not yet you get like a press kit but between now like and and may rest? 14th i'm sure they will uh they will release those as
2: soon as i'm done with the outriders dev team i'm moving on to Bioware. on to
0: Bioware, jesus um there's a bunch of other stuff i don't know if any of this is uh super apparently all enemies now take headshot damage in mass effect one previously some of them did not <laughs> which i think's interesting um They didn't have no heads. Yeah, all weapons can be used by all classes. Um, weapons cool down much faster, which is nice. I kind of forgot about that that like it, that game's based not on bullets, but on heat, isn't it? Heat, yeah, yeah, which that kind of sucks. So that's nice. Um, Meta gel is gonna be easier to use. Um, there's better inventory management. Um, there's a
2: tutorial telling you, hey, Cliff, upgrade your gun, Dum, dum. <laughs>
0: God, I need those tutorials. But you know, just I think in a lot of what you can think about this is just like general quality of life. And I mean, I haven't played a Mass Effect game. Well, I mean, I played Andromeda, I guess, last year. But I haven't played one, two, or three in, I don't know, since I lived in this state. So it's been like seven or eight years. I can't imagine I'm going to actually even be able to tell the difference between what it was and what it is now. Um, but I'm kind of excited about trying these again. I Even if I just play three, I never played
2: three. And so I'd kind of like to... Uh... I really want to play replay one because one is the game that is hardest to go back to yeah because it is kind of Janky, they did qu- yeah yeah they <laughs> they did not have it really you know nailed down with that one but i yeah. think it is the best one yeah i don't maybe? know i, I really mark. liked two though two's really good i don't they're all good i yeah. guess is the problem but like one was the hardest i replayed i think all three of them probably Mm, 10 years ago maybe yeah Um, and one was the hardest one to play because of the kind of how it, it didn't feel as streamlined as the other ones
0: I'm always really intrigued by people who are like man yeah every year I go back through like at least once a year I go through and beat all the Mass Effect games and like I've heard more than one person say that and I'm like first of all like do you know that new video games exist like you're aware that there are new video games right um, But also, like, who's got time for that? <laughs> I absolutely don't. But I, I am kind of interested in doing it. Like, I probably won't do it right off because I don't want to pay $60 for remastered Mass Effect games. But, like, I could see maybe the end of, you know, this year when it's more like 25 or 30 bucks for Mass Effect games, giving them a go. And now that I'm playing so many games on my phone, like, I think I could legit get into replaying Mass Effect yeah. on my phone. So we'll see. Yeah. We will see. All right, uh, let's see. Next up, we we've got see. noise cancellation. So did, did we talk about the the Nvidia like noise cancellation that they built into? It was, I think it was called like RTX., uh, apparently it was originally called RTX Voice. Did we talk about that? I don't know um, if any of us...
1: I don't remember you talking
0: about it with me. Yeah, I, I don't remember if any of us... None of us have RTX cards, so it's a possibility we didn't talk about it. Are you sure I don't, Cliff? I'm pretty sure you do not. Um, okay. Neither do I. So, um, if you haven't tried this yet... Um, it's actually really good like I've seen a lot of online videos of this with people like literally like slamming a hammer against their desk, and it will actually cancel out the, the, the effect of that yeah. so um, previously it was only if you had the RTX line of video cards, but uh, now it has been open to any Nvidia card and it's called uh, Just noise removal now, so you have to download the the Nvidia broadcast app and uh, just turn it on, and what it'll do is it'll remove like fans out of your your background, or um, like I don't know if you want to like chew while you're doing it, but it'll
2: remove just a lot of that kind of background. So many crackers. Yeah.
0: Right um it, but it does a really good job of just removing that just kind of noise gaining out that kind of background stuff so i actually i do have an nvidia card i just don't have an, an rtx i actually will probably try it uh just to even get that last little bit of background noise out of out of my system so if you're on discord a lot if you are a live streamer if uh you know, I mean, shoot, if you're a podcaster, it's a it's a pretty cool, cool deal that's available to everyone now. So go grab the NVIDIA Broadcast app and uh, check out Noise Removal. It's good. And I think, it's honestly, it's better to me. Like, Discord has that built in now, too. And I don't think the Discord version of it's very good. Like, I've noticed a lot of problems. See, with I
1: was about to shout out how impressed I am with it. Oh, really? Because we've used it quite a bit because we've been playing uh, some tabletop RPGs online sure. or whatever. And, like, we'll have a microphone on the table picking up the people that are here. Sure. And then basically discording in people exteriorly. We'll have, like, music playing and a whole bunch of, like, and we've, like, even asked, like, can you hear any of this? And they're, like, no. Like, it seems to, like, work perfectly.
0: I think the, the Discord noise removal, like as removal, does a really good job of removing noise. Like, I will absolutely not argue yeah. with that. But I've run into a lot of problems where it causes problems with like the actual connection or mm. like distorting voice and that kind of thing. So, but maybe, mm. I mean, it absolutely might be a, your mileage may vary kind of thing too. Yeah. So. Cause
1: like, even I have the, uh, the computer is playing out the speakers like into like, the microphone which is sitting right here, <laughs> they can't even hear that like there's no loop or anything that's like, crazy it, it, it's like because i was immediately like okay i'm gonna have to troubleshoot this and then we just like hooked it in we're like go and it like oh it works perfectly oh that's awesome Like, i didn't even i didn't have to adjust anything and it just like worked oh that's so i was like because i was like how do we get the people like kfk and i are sitting here and the their voices are coming out of this speaker is the microphone gonna pick them up and is it gonna loop and then am i gonna have to do we have to get headphones do what do we have to do and then it's like nope works that's like, awesome okay, move on let's play that's way cool that's very
0: cool <laughs> let's get to know too. so two different ways you can noise cancel your noise love it so, uh
2: yes colby have you seen genital jousting <laughs>
0: I absolutely have seen general jousting. It's one of like 15 games that you cannot live stream on Twitch.
2: (laughs) I'm I'm just seeing. For
1: reasons I do not understand. I don't, I mean,
0: I'm not going to say I don't understand it exactly, (laughs) but at the same time, like that game's hilarious. Like it's very, very funny.
1: Can you imagine how, how hot that would be on Twitch? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We only could start a, well, change.org. (laughs) <laughs> Free the genitals
0: yeah that game is, if you've never seen genital jousting I highly recommend you look it up unless you're of it's, a very sensitive constitution
1: oh there was I, another I, game
2: like that what was it um, I will say it is um, 69% off <laughs> currently I think I think it was on oh, I, I flipped away from it and now I can't find it But uh, yeah, somewhere it's it's, at fifty or sixty nine percent (laughs) off. It's
0: all good. Yeah, definitely, definitely check out General Get Jesting. That's that's on humble. Oh, very nice.
1: uh, This this one, I I'm not gonna say this one's name. (laughs) You can say it, Dylan. It's uh, fine. I don't think I can. On (laughs) can can you spell it? I'm gonna put it in the heated uh, gamer moment. I'm gonna put it in the uh, he's show it in, notes in the
0: chat right now okay oh, he's putting it in the show or notes. I'll, i
1: can put in. i'll put in the, the chat because it doesn't really make sense to put it in the uh but i've been interested to play this oh
0: so he's um, interested to play it but he can't okay so let's see i'm, I'm clicking on it right now i'll say cockhead oh, you, yeah you can say uh, cockhead that's uh, fine yeah. Yeah, i'm
1: not gonna say it though oh, i will
0: yeah no i saw this too it also looks
1: <laughs> it looks pretty solid looks, like it looks like a good game <laughs> Looks pretty solid, Dylan. You're right.
0: Uh, yeah, it appears that you
1: are... Uh,
0: Cockhead reveals the story I don't know. It looks kind of kinda a- hard to me. Yeah, yeah. It reveals the story of a penis, a penis who made it. Experience a stunning adventure with our protagonist. Enjoy fully hand-drawn graphics, original story, and big band-style <laughs> jazz They music.
1: really just had to say hand-drawn, huh? I
0: did. I did. So this is this is Cuphead, but with penises. I yeah, I was just
1: going to say, like, <laughs> Cuphead. Like, like, you, oh, you, you, uh, this just go on to Steam, or? watch the little trailers that play it looks pretty solid currently it is only
0: it is only four dollars I mean normally it's only seven dollars so my guess is this is a game that uh
1: six dollars and nine d9 cents
0: I did say that yeah I would I would I would agree with that something tells me this is a game that is fun for about 20 minutes and then loses its shine pretty much right after that but I could
1: be you just gotta buff it I could get it it going again just
0: get it going again just get it going again. Yeah, anyway, so yeah, I don't, I don't know how we got here, but that's just fine. Just took a turn. <laughs> absolutely fine. <laughs> Moving uh, on. Final news story of the day. Uh, so we've talked a bit about Bitcoin and how stupid it is. And I don't know, we could sit, talk about how stupid NFTs are. We could talk about Ethereum, maybe, and how stupid that is. I don't know. Mining in general, it's all dumb. Um, and it is absolutely probably the primary reason you can't get a video card right now i mean like there are other problems in video card land right now like there's some supply chain issues there's uh just a general shortage of various types of chips and those kind of things but i I think it's fair to say that that crypto of all natures is probably a, a big problem with that um and so to fix it Nvidia is going to release more Nvidia 1650s now if you're unfamiliar with the Nvidia 1650 it's a video card that was released um, well about two years ago and um, it's obviously part of the you know the NVIDIA 10 series, which is three generations old at this point. But the good news is they have a bunch of extra chips because they've been stuffing them in laptops. Um, that's the kind of high quality video card you're gonna be getting. Um, they retail for about $150, which also should tell you kind of the quality of a video card you're gonna be getting. Um, they probably will cost more than that when they put them back on the market because they can. Um, but like that's the that's the place where we are in video card land right now. N- Nvidia has a bunch of leftover chips from a couple years ago. They're gonna stuff them in video cards and gonna sell them probably, I mean, the place I read about it said like, you know, you can't really make much money mining with uh, a 1650, but like, you know, if you had enough of them you could. So my guess is what is actually gonna happen is I'm gonna go like, actually I wouldn't mind for 150 bucks stuffing a 1650 in my computer that I've been trying to get a video card for five months now. Um, a video card, and instead they'll probably come out and sell for $500 because someone figured out a way that if they get 10,000 of them, they can, you know, make a profit of $100 a day, and all they have to do is run that $100 a day for the next, you know, I don't know. I'm frustrated. That's all I want to say. I'm frustrated. Anyway, Dylan, help me. Hey, yo,
1: Vinny. What's your question?
0: Vinny's got a 3080. He doesn't care about 1650s. <laughs> Bastard. Anyway, Vinny's question is, what are your thoughts? Is what are your... Is, is that actually a real contraction? What are? Is that, is that like a real yes. word?
2: It came out of my yeah, mouth. It, f- it felt real weird. So the real contraction is what are your... What are your... What are your... What are your... your?
0: What are, your, your? Is what that like, are, are your thoughts? Anyway, what are... <laughs> Your thoughts on E3 coming back in a digital format. What's the real purpose of big companies like Microsoft participating when they could go the Sony route and do their own event? Um, I'm fine with it being a digital format because I was. The thing about E3 is E3 was never. The downside of E3 being a digital event is that there are journalists who will not get to directly interview people um, there. And so, like, the news cycle is going to be weird. It's not going to be as good as it could be, but, like, whatever. Um, E3 was never a consumer event. And even though they've tried to make it one the last couple of years, I hear it wasn't even, like, a great event to go to as a consumer because it was never a consumer event. You just paid a bunch of money to go wait in line. And the lines were way longer than you would wait at if you just went to PAX instead. Um, And it was in L.A., so it was outlandishly expensive to go to. So you know, whatever. So I'm fine with that. And I think Microsoft actually being at E3 versus doing what Sony did is just, like, there's more buzz to it. Like, it's, I think it's easier to be part of E3 than to try and do your own thing. But maybe it doesn't matter. In a digital world, it probably doesn't matter. But at the same time, like... Yeah.
1: Well, I think they already do... They kind of do their own thing every once in a while. Where they're like, oh, we're going to do this yeah. presentation today. So it's like, Why what is not? E3? So we're going to present at it because it's E3. Like... You can do that as well. They get to do it from the
0: Microsoft Theater, you know, as part of E3. So it's not like, you know, I I don't know. I I don't think there's... I assume the reason that Sony and EA don't do it as part of E3 is just money. um, Or they don't like the uh, restrictions that are placed on them. But I think it's kind of silly. And frankly, I think Microsoft's E3... Presentation just spanks every single year. It's by far the best presentation I've seen, at did, least did for you the say last. spanks. I did say it's Spanx. That's with an X call, like Spanx, like the stuff to keep your tummy in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm wearing two pair right now. Can't you tell? Um, but I think I think it's just good. I think it's it's far better than the competitors. And anytime Sony tries to do anything innovative in that space, it's dumb. So. Whatever. Um, One thing I would like to talk about though is like the the downside of doing a a digital thing for E3 or like uh, I think PAX East is going to be digital this year because that's supposed to be like probably this month or next month. Um, They're still saying that PAX West might be digital or it might be in life, but uh, that seems I don't know. September seems like a real close time to be packing 80,000 people into the Washington state convention center, but maybe, maybe it'll be fine. Um, but the downside I think is that you don't get to play the games and that's, that's what I like to go to PAX for is to actually play the games. But I think we exist in a world where you could very, very easily make that a really good online experience via things like xCloud or, or GeForce now where, I guess the, I guess the question I would have for you guys is if you could log into a GeForce Now server, and it just would be preloaded with fifty or a hundred demos that you could have played, you know, on the floor at PAX or, or E three would you Would you do that? Would you go play those demos?
2: I, I am not the target market for this no, thing to that, question fine. cliff because like I'm like you started talking about E3 and I'm like, huh, I wonder what Twitter's up to. Now.
0: <laughs> would you I mean if you if you lived here, Cole, would you go to PAX? No. No.
2: Alright. Okay. So Dylan has gone to PAX. Let let's say it was free and there was like I don't know, a hundred people max that could go in there? Yeah. No, I'd go to Pax. So like
0: So Colby would go to ID at Xbox if he could first of all
2: like kill 80 percent of people that were there uh-huh yeah yeah, yeah totally All right. um, fair i i am very good at waiting and i have no need to like see a game that i'm like oh in two years i can play it <laughs> um or a year or six months from now i can play it like i like finding out about games like a week before they drop so i can go like oh cool interesting um i don't I don't know. It's not your thing. I That's fine. Like, so, yeah. so
0: Dylan has gone to PAX with me and he's gone to ID at Xbox with me. So at least he has played a game demo before. Is that something you would do?
1: I don't think so. I think the appeal is going.
0: Interesting. Before I, you. I, As much as I enjoy going to PAX, and I do, like PAX is a fun experience. Like the actual experience of going to PAX is horrible. Um, it's so crowded and it just like my anxiety goes nuts and it's so crowded and hot. And like by the end of like three days at PAX, I can barely walk anymore.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, it's, it's just not enjoyable. If I could get that same experience, well, like I've always to me, like the, the, the biggest anxiety I have at a place like PAX is I am playing a game. And there are other people waiting to play the same game that I'm playing. But I also waited to play this game. What is the appropriate amount of time to play that game (laughs) before I should stop playing that game? Because it seemed like the guy in front of me played for, like, 45 minutes. And I am – I don't – that kind of sucked. But, like, this game doesn't seem to be – is there an end to this game? I don't don't know if I'm supposed to just play forever or – so
1: I could – I do like the idea, and I think we've talked about this before, is, like, if there was, like, an app on your Xbox where you clicked into it and it had the library of those games and they made it pretty cool and savvy and interesting, but, like, if there's just a bunch of demos, like, oh, we added all these demos on this day. Go check them out. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not interested in that. Yeah, but I think there is a slick way to do it that might be appealing. I probably still won't play it. but
0: And I think that's, to me, like, that was where, I don't remember what they called it, um, like the Xbox Game Fest or whatever that they did last year um, really failed for me. Is I installed, like, 90 demos. And I'm like, okay, now I've downloaded all these demos. And now I'm, I'm playing through them. And I found some really cool games. I really enjoyed doing it. But like first of all, I had to download 90 demos, and then I had to go and delete 90 demos, which was just, it was just a lot of work. And so to me, like xCloud is the perfect way to do that. There's no installation, you just go out there and the game's there, and you play it, and then when you're done, you're done. Um, You could do the same thing with GeForce Now, you could do the same thing with Stadia, Oh, you could do the same thing with Amazon Luna. Any of those would just let you go and play the demos, no must, no fuss, no installation, no anything, and and get that good experience of of getting to play them. Um because I I personally really do like the I like to be able to say, like, oh, this is that cool game that I played. Yeah, you know, this is Bloodroots. I waited for two years for Bloodroots to come out. I know. It was such a fun game, and I really enjoyed it, and then I bought it and I played it. It was still fun. Um hard. God, that game's hard. Um but like th- there's something fun about playing uh Bloodroots or uh at, at Sundown or
1: yeah at Sundown What was that and, cool uh, game we played at ID Xbox Fire No heroes here Oh no
0: heroes here Um no what was the the cool four player couch co-op game that kind of died unfortunately
1: uh, the hot shot burn, hot shot
0: burn. You know, like moving, uh, moving out. There's been so many cool games that I've played for the very first time at, at PAX and really enjoyed and and love being able to talk about that. I think I would really enjoy being able to play those demos. And I mean, quite frankly, the demos that I played at the the Xbox Summer Game Fest, I think it was called. Like a lot of those games are games that I, I later have played again and had a lot of fun playing. Um, that I've been kind of keeping an eye on. So I think. I think I would love to be able to do that. I just don't want to have to download the demos. Like not only does it take a ton of time and energy, I don't want to have to go in and delete them when I'm done with them. So, I, I, that's what I'd like to see. We'll see. Um all right, question for you. You can choose one of these things. <laughs> Every cutscene is skippable. Uh, that is the blue pill. I guess this is some sort of matrix thing, but there's two extra pills. I don't know. Blue pill is every cutscene is skippable. The red pill is Wi-Fi signal never drops. The green pill is auto save every two seconds. And the yellow pill is unlimited inventory space. Which pill do you choose? And why?
1: I honestly, there's not a not one that I... um like here because one I don't want every cutscene as skippable I just want them to checkpoint after the cutscene. Yeah. Um, That's what I told my wife. Because if you checkpoint before a cutscene you're why are you doing that?
0: That was exactly what I told my wife is that if if cutscenes were done correctly I would never need a cutscene to be skippable.
2: (laughs) God Um, there was one Far Cry 3 that like I died like three or four times but it was probably a Thirty-second scene Ugh. that I had to watch. Each there time. was one in the medium that was the same yeah. way for me. I hated it.
1: Um, yeah, unlimited inventory space. You're just a hoarder. If you yeah. if you need that, oh, <laughs> manage your inventory. Come on,
0: Cole. You don't throw have some that noise away. You don't out. I can need, hear your food.
1: You don't need all those useless glasses that aren't even worth any money. That you just keep picking up junk. <laughs> just throw it away. You know what? My favorite um, thing about
0: Spiritfarer is. It makes what you're supposed to sell absolutely the most clear thing in the world. It literally says this is a thing you should sell in your inventory. It's like this is only worth money, sell it. I'm like, thank you. (laughs)
1: Um, I have noticed some games do that pretty well now, which is appreciative. Like you can just say sell junk. Yep, which is just all the stuff that's so that's pretty cool. It's good. I honestly kind of wish games would make encumbrance more interesting not just things have weight and you can carry as many things and like there's just no way you can put 18 swords in your backpack like i think but at the same time i don't just want to be like well you carry less stuff i think there's a more interesting way that it probably can be done what if it's a
0: backpack Um, of holding
1: dylan yeah, well, if it's a I magic fine. you could back- 100% fine. hold 18 swords in a backpack.
2: <laughs> just wouldn't be good. It would not, a bundle yeah. of swords, I guess. Yeah. But, you just, like, uh, zip tie them up and put them back
1: there. Like, it's not going to be comfortable. It's going to be real awkward, but I think you could pretty do it. be pretty heavy, too, heavy. pretty yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I kind of like Diablo is super... Simplified how things just have a size and you can fit them in. I think something like that, though, like that's more engaging to me. Is like, oh, I can actually like Tetris my items around and fit them into a backpack. But of course, that probably only matters in certain games that are kind of more survival oriented. Yeah, yeah. And auto saves are pretty. I feel like most of the time, pretty good anyway. So I don't know if there's anything that I would really pick out of this. All right. Other than like. If my Wi-Fi was just consistent, I guess, I guess I'd guess i be pretty happy That's about fair.
0: that. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely going to take the green auto every 2 seconds pill because I don't ever want to replay more than two seconds of a game ever in my entire life. I don't. Like, if I could die at a boss and it would just, like, bring me back to life <laughs> what if you, two seconds what earlier. What if you're
1: like, dang, I really want to go back this, like... Two and a half minutes ago, but you have literally a save file every two seconds, and you're just gonna. have well, so no, to auto uh, manual save.
0: Yeah, you have manual save and you have auto save, Dylan.
1: But you're so you're gonna be so used to the auto save, so you're gonna have to go. How many seconds ago was That's that? That's fine.
0: I don't really ever want to go back.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I I think the big thing is is that it's probably like one of those like
2: oh I finally have time to read and you know your glasses break kind of thing where you're like auto saves every two seconds, but then it takes like thirty seconds to load that save. <laughs>
0: I just don't ever want to play a game ever again. Unlimited Inventory Space would probably be my second one because I, like. Un- unlike Dylan, I don't ever want to have to manage that stuff. I just want it to manage yeah. itself really well. Um, I-, I hate... I'll take the immersion. Yeah, no, I- I- immersion's stupid.
1: Um... No, you know what's stupid having 900 rocket launchers in your backpack and 400 <laughs> rockets like there's just no way it just like, makes sense. There's zero way
0: uh my, all my consoles are hardwired so i don't care about wi-fi like that's you know whatever and uh every cutscene being skippable like i said if the game's designed right i don't need skippable cutscenes and i want to watch my I, like i'm not gonna i don't i don't think i've ever skipped a cutscene that i had not already seen once so whatever i
2: have on accident yeah god that's that's actually <laughs> i worse. wish i would have watched that yeah Oh, apparently, A skips this. Huh. huh? Yeah, I love that most of them
0: are long holds now. Because uh-huh. yeah, back in the day when they were just like button presses, like I think the long- you
2: press B and it just skips it. Like yeah. oh, I, I think cool. the, the, glad I dropped my controller. I think the new
0: like everything's a long hold is actually something I don't like most of the time, but for cutscenes, absolutely, absolutely. W- which pill are you taking, Carl? All
2: of them. Oh, you I'm can only take one. Chugging oh, those. Oh. Watch me. <laughs> It says I can choose one. It doesn't say I can just take All right, one. so
0: Colby's choosing one at a time I'm and taking all overpowering <laughs> the
2: people with the pill table <laughs> taking all four of them. Colby just... I'm just skipping every cutscene while having the huge amounts of inventory and saving every two seconds. I None of them really... Colby like, just like,
0: punches Lawrence Fishburne in the face, takes the blue and the red pill, <laughs> swallows both of them. <laughs> I'm like a dog. He's trying to hold my mouth open. like Spit it out. I'm like, No. Uh, all right. Princess Megan wants to know, speaking of dogs, being able to pet the dog or any random creature in a game somehow makes it marginally better. What is your favorite game that allows this mechanic? What, where do you like to pet the dog? That sounded wrong, Cliff. Nope. <laughs> where do you like to pet the dog? Red fully? Rocket. Red Rocket. <laughs> uh,
1: I want to give it belly <sighs> scratches. What did you say, Dylan? Um, I said I want to give it belly scratches.
0: Yeah. Hmm. all right i'll go first uh okay. haven you like befriend these oh, yeah. weird like ginormous salamanders like the salamanders are probably i don't know nose to tip of tail probably eight feet long and they grow weird crystal things on their back but they're adorable and you scratch them in the chin and they love it so much and there's like a cut scene where they like admit that they've just been sitting scratching the salamander for like I don't know six hours and the salamander is a very very good friend that I liked him a lot I don't remember what his name is he has a name but I can't remember what it is very cute there's a scene where he also sheds his skin and it's exceptionally disturbing I did not care for it so (laughs) but then they use the skin to make something I don't know whatever it was gross but the salamander in uh in Haven is a very good dog-like creature that I liked petting so whatever Dylan what do you where are you gonna pet a dog what dog are you gonna pet what game are you gonna pet a dog in
1: I don't I don't even know just want to pet its belly all the time.
0: All, so you want to pet all the dogs, but specifically on their tummies.
1: Yeah, I want to give them belly scratches. So I'll, I'll tell you two things about my dog. Give belly scratches.
0: <clears throat> One thing is, is he does not like to have his belly scratched. That's um, too
1: bad because I'm going to scratch it. Yeah.
0: Um, he wants you to do it for about a second and then will try and bite your hand. But the weird thing is, is when my dog is on his back, it's like my dog's allergic to being on his back because he rolls on his back. He's like there for like, I don't know, 10 seconds and then just sneezes like the most ferocious, crazy <laughs> – like, dog snot everywhere sneeze you've ever seen? And then it's like,
2: I, I don't know what happened. And then we'll roll back over. It's real weird. Anyway, Cole, what do you petting? I like to pet the, like, bears in any of the Far Cry games that have bears. You can pet a bear in Far
0: Cry? Yeah. Oh, because they're your pets. I forgot.
2: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. They're your pets. Yeah. So you can give them big old head yeah. scratches. Yeah. I like the, the um. cougar in Far Cry 5. Yeah, I I don't know. Like petting a a bear seems kind of fun, <sighs> yeah. but like also they can kill you, so not great.
0: I mean, I think it'll be fine. It worked out fine for Siegfried or Roy. That was a tiger for years. Whatever, it's kind of the same thing. It works most of the time. Most of the time, like it's just <laughs> it's just that that one time that it's fine. Either way, call you hike a lot. If you see a bear, try and pet it. See what happens.
1: You, you could a say bear so good.
2: <laughs> He would love it. It, uh, I don't think he would love it. Like, I mean, also, I've never seen a bear while hiking. Um, But you could say it didn't work too well for like Timothy Treadwell. Did not. Uh Yeah.
0: I want to pet a capybara so bad. Like that would probably be better. I I think they'd love it, and I would love it,
2: and and it has bear in the name, so
0: it's like petting a bear, kind of. I want to do it. All right, Alan S wants to know controversial no. topic. Oh. <laughs> do you believe in the healing properties of crystals? I think that's a probably a no all around. <laughs> I would guess. Yeah.
2: It's a no for me, dog. Yeah,
1: I'll 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 go with a small caveat to that is I don't believe the crystals themselves have healing properties. However, I think that you can heal yourselves to a certain degree through things like, obviously this is not going to heal an open wound in your flesh, but I mean, like if that is what gets you into a calm state that can somehow affect you in a positive direction, I guess you could call that healing. Um, but I do not think it is the property of the crystal.
0: I think, I think that's fair. Like I, I, I would also suggest doctors. Yeah. Doctors are good. Um, I would say that uh, Dylan and I had a coworker for a while um, who I don't know had
1: strategically placed 15, rocks around the room. Twenty
0: different rocks, just. <laughs> everywhere everyone's while i'm like why where did that rock come from and why is it here um but i'd never ask because i didn't actually want to know that story you because didn't you,
1: want to open that box yeah
0: yeah it was really best just to me go like oh hey cool new rock great um and like i will also say like i think rocks are really cool like i like rocks i think crystals oh, are cool yeah they're super neat but i don't think that i was any healthier um or in a better
1: because I should be real healthy. I spent a lot of time in the middle of that Bermuda Triangle yeah, of rocks. rocks,
0: and I mean, like, it didn't help my mental state. Um, I don't think it helped her mental state at all. Um, and but we both still
1: has no hair. Yeah,
0: we both got laid off, so I don't think those rocks did shit. I'll be honest. Um, I don't know i to me it's like a like i I know that the healing power of crystal is not a specifically pacific northwest thing but man it seems like it's so much worse here (laughs) like it seems like between that and like astrology like i just every once in a while it makes me just like kind of like think back to when all i had to deal with was like living in a theocracy um and like maybe that was not okay but at least i knew what to expect you
2: know that's all i'm saying you should go down to Sedona. It's it's great. There. Well, are there lots of rocks there? No, but there's a lot of crystals. Oh, sweet.
0: Anyway, no crystals are stupid, but pretty, super pretty. Uh, final question from our deacon: Black licorice, love it or hate it? Dylan, you're the only out. I don't know what your opinion on this is, so you're the only one that actually can like surprise me.
1: I don't hate it I don't I don't think I would categorize that love or hate so you're, um you just kind of I don't hate a lot of I don't hate a lot of things you're just
0: kind of lukewarm on black licorice yeah
1: I, I like it more than I dislike it fair fair but I don't love it I the only th- like I don't even think I hate anything that you eat really do you, I don't eat mushrooms that's about it. But it's not like I really hate them and I will eat them. Okay, so, so if
0: I hold out a piece of black licorice and I hold out a piece of red licorice-like candy because licorice is not a type of candy. It is a flavor. Um, So, like, I guess if I hold out a black piece of licorice and a red vine, which would you take?
1: Is this, like, real black licorice or, like, black licorice, red vine? Whatever. Because if it's, like, a good... Like a high quality piece of candy, I'm going to take the black licorice. Okay, so if I have
0: a black red vine and a red red vine, which you picking? Probably
1: the black red vine. I guess. See,
0: like you were on the side of truth, Dylan. So what I'm saying is that licorice is a is a flavor. Licorice is a type of candy. There is no such thing as like you don't have to say black licorice because it is it is it is that red licorice does not exist. Red candy-flavored stuff that is shaped like licorice exists. It's sugar. Yeah. Red sugar.
2: <laughs> and you know what's delicious? Salted black God, like God. Like, this is
1: like the, this is the second time this has come up in like two days, and I don't really know why.
0: Licorice, black... salted
2: black licorice is delicious.
0: Uh like the... There's like some Australian st- like black licorice that's just incredible. It's like super soft. It's, but yeah, like... Mm-hmm. Man, like if I get a thing... Like I love red vines. I really do. And like I will just... Like we plow through the black. My kid doesn't like black licorice, which is wrong. I think he's probably adopted.
1: Um, I think that's common for. I'm gonna say common for young folk, and then when they get older, I don't know.
0: He's like the pickiest eater on the planet, so who knows?
1: That's also true. Yeah,
0: but man, licorice, good. That's what I'm gonna say. Licorice is good. And Tim has some opinions about licorice. They're all wrong. Just putting that on record. Uh, all right, cheap free games, Colby. Uh, you 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 were you were pro black licorice. You take black over red, right? <laughs>
2: I d- did not know where that was going. You're pro pro black. I'm like, wait, what? what? Like, yeah. yes. <laughs> like, and then you're like licorice. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah I'm both yeah. of those. I guess. I, I, just, like, I felt <laughs>
0: bad that I, I it seemed like I went on to cheap free games without like finishing what you were saying.
2: <laughs> it was you were in the the cheap free game part, and I wasn't expecting black licorice talk.
0: Anyway, cheap free games this month. PlayStation Plus. Uh, I need someone to explain to me PlayStation Plus's strategy here because I just don't understand. <laughs> All right, like the games are good this month; they're real good. Like you get Avengers, which is, I mean, maybe not a good game, but at least it's a AAA game, right?
1: But you only—it's keep- a good game. It's just it has issues.
0: it has issues. But you only get to keep it for like three months, and I just don't understand what the. I don't understand the the idea behind this. I don't understand why you choose, like, a pretty cool game and then go, like, but we're taking it back three months from now. Like, what's what's the point of that? Licensing. I guess. It just seems, I don't know. It just seems like PlayStation can't quite get their everything together, and it's so weird. But anyway, you get Avengers until July 5th. Um, Borderlands 3, which, I mean, cool game, AAA game. You get to keep it until September 29th. But at this point in time, Borderlands 3 has been out for, what, three years? Just give years? it to people and
1: let them buy the DLC if they want to keep playing. Right? I just don't... That makes more sense, right? I just
0: don't get why why they're time-limiting these things. Like, whatever. It's fine. Uh, then the Long Dark, which you get to keep forever. Long Dark is a cool game. I, it's not my kind of See, game. I which, thought
1: with PlayStation Plus, they were supposed to give you free games every month. Right?
0: Not just, like, lend But this isn't
1: games? actually giving you... This is... Borrowing yeah. b games for a couple months. I just
0: don't. I, don't I just don't get it. I really don't. Also, I don't do care because I to keep the
2: long dark forever. Yeah, I believe so. Even if you quit the service, no, no. You have to, I you have know to that there are some. I know there are some games that you keep forever, even if you lose the service. Yeah, I
0: think PlayStation Plus is you get to keep, you have <coughs> access to them as long as you subscribe, and if you resubscribe, you'll get back access to them.
2: Okay. So I just wasn't sure, like, because I know maybe that's only with Xbox, that I know that there's some of them that if you. If you quit the service, you keep, but others you don't, and so I wasn't sure. Yeah, I, I believe so.
0: Uh, Epic Games this week is called a game called Three Out of Ten, which I've never heard of. It sounds kind of interesting though. Uh, caffeinated superpower sentient AIs and rival game studios all stand in the way of Shovel Work Studios as they struggle to make a game that scores better than three out of ten. <laughs> um, it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's kind of a clever idea. It looks like it's a like a narrative kind of base game, kind of like a. a Oh, that company that used to make a bunch of narrative-based games like that, and then went out of business, and then came back, and whatever. LucasArts? No, they made, like, the Walking the Dead games. One.
1: Telltale. Telltale.
0: Yeah, it looked like a telltale kind of game, so it looks fun. And it's free, and I guess it's Season 2, so I don't know if you need to play Season 1 or not. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, game Pass coming this month. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five is coming back to cloud and console on April 8th, which seemed like kind of a big deal, but I don't actually remember it leaving. Do you, I know it came there a while ago. Do you remember it going away? Cause I sure don't, but whatever, it's coming back. Yeah. Uh, zombie army Four: dead war is coming to cloud console. NPC April 8th. Um, we should find some time to play that call because the first zombie army trilogy was dumb and weird and kind of whatever, but like there, there's something about the zombie army games that are, it's probably shooting fun. Yeah. Nazis in the head. Uh, Disneyland Adventures is coming to the cloud on April eighth, and Rush, a Disney Pixar adventure, is coming to cloud on April eighth. Both those games are very, very good. If you like Disney games, I would highly recommend them. Uh, NHL twenty one is coming to console uh, via EA Play, which means you have to have Game Pass Ultimate on April twelfth. Rain on Your Parade is coming, in, and uh, Rain on Your Parade looks adorable. Hell yeah. It's, uh... I'm pretty excited about this one. You play a cloud who literally is raining on people to make their days worse. Um, I actually didn't write it down. I, I somehow erased what day it's coming. I think it's probably April 12th. And I think it's coming to console. Um, it looks really fun. I want to say it's April 15th. Could be. Yeah, it looks really good, though. I, uh, I. It was way under my radar. And then I'm like, what's this game? And it looks... It looks real good, so yeah, April fifteenth looks fun. Supposed to be real funny too, so try that out. Uh, Pathway is coming out uh, to PC on April fifteenth. This is an idea Xbox game that is kind of a I don't want to say cartoony. That's not exactly the right word, but you know how some like pixel art games have kind of a cartoony feel to them. and that's what this is. And you, it's a turn-based strategy game where you assemble a team of adventurers and journey through the desert wilderness. In 1936, Nazi influence has spread along with rumors of secret excavations, mysterious artifacts, and gruesome occult rituals. Outwit foes and strategic squad combat and locate ancient treasures before they fall into the wrong hands. It sounds really fun, but like probably not exactly my game game, but it's cute it looks like it's got kind of fun cartoony pixel graphics that kind of turn-based squad combat looks pretty good so check that out on pc uh mlb the show is coming to cloud and console Mm -hmm. on april 20th we should talk about this for a second because i don't know if people know how big of a damn deal this is um so three years ago Someone tweeted to uh, the MLB The Show team and said, hey, when are you guys coming to Xbox? And they said, never. We are exclusive to the PlayStation. We are made by a Sony-owned first-party studio. We will never be coming to Xbox. And you'll be shocked to find out that on April 20th of this month, MLB (laughs) The Show is in fact coming to Xbox day one on release on Game Pass for free. It's probably a $70 game on the PlayStation. (laughs) And I... I mean, I was going to say I want to know how that happened, but I actually know how it happened. It's that Major League Baseball said, "Hey, we want to be on Xbox because that's where we want to be." And Sony said, "But you're made by—I think it's made by Sony Santa Monica, maybe. I think it's—it's it's one of those studios." And they're like, "Well, you can't. You're—you're—you're you're, you're made by a first-party Sony development shop." And they're like, "Well, do you want the MLB license?" And Sony said yeah <laughs> and that's how that game ended up on the Xbox and I think that is absolutely hilarious like I think that is just the funniest thing in the entire world so day one and will be the show 21 April 20th you can I guess I guess 420 with some baseball
2: Woo! Yeah.
0: Uh, plus over 50 other games have been cloud enabled with Xbox touch control so a bunch of X cloud games now you can play without a controller like I don't want to do that but I guess it makes it way more portable, which is cool. But I hate on-screen controls, so gross. But uh, if that's your jam, there's 50 new ones. Um, Oh, you know what? Actually, I I put this in the notes and then forgot to actually do anything with it. But this weekend, you can actually... There's a new cowboy battle royale. It seems like we talked about this, uh, oh, maybe two months ago. It's a game called Grit. It is an Old West cowboy-themed battle royale. Uh, a hundred cowboys enter and one cowboy leaves. Um, kind of fun. So it's an open beta this weekend. So if you want to try out grit on PC, it is free via steam. Check that out. Uh, let's see small bites. That was, I don't know. I think my voice changed there again. Uh, so this is pretty cool. Um, Apple arcade, which is already a pretty good deal. Apple arcades, what? Five bucks a month call. Yep is uh and like if you get the what's what's the pack you have that like includes all of those things Apple 1 or
2: something I don't know what it's yeah,
0: called. Yeah, it comes with Apple Arcade and Apple TV and Apple Music. Apple Music. Yeah. <laughs> 15 yeah, bucks Yeah, so, like, that's... Apple Arcade is something that's pretty easy to get into, and there are some definitely some good games in there. I mean, Colby played, what, two or three games this
2: week on it, Winding Roads and Song uh-huh. Pop
0: and Cozy Grove, so...
2: Yep. And I've played a bunch... Of... And there's a ton on there that I'm like, ooh, I want to play... Th-. I've downloaded, like, another five games, so I'm like, ooh, I want to yeah, play that.
0: Uh, what the Golf is on there. I love What the Golf... Um, I can't remember the name. There's a... Uh, what's it called something through the ages rugby through the ages i want to say maybe or cricket through the ages cricket through the Mm -hmm. ages is super fun a ton of great games though but they uh just this week they added 30 new titles across three categories called um the apple arcade originals so uh, like some of them are just kind of things you'd expect to be on there so song pop party actually that colby played is one of them um but it also includes like cut the rope which cut the rope Like, I think back in the day was, like, free, or you paid, like, three bucks for it. And then it turned into, like, a game that you had to pay, like, a $17 subscription for or something ridiculous. I was actually kind of
2: excited about that because last time I tried to play Cut the Rope is my kid was trying to play it. And every other level, it was like, hey, hey, you want to pay for, you know, like, this huge thing that costs 20 bucks a month? And I'm like, dear God, no. It's why I had to learn how to, like, stop doing, like, the... uh, transactions on yeah your phone like through apps yep. yeah because i was afraid she was just gonna hit the giant button that says like okay yeah
0: so that's cool because cut the ropes fun but it like includes the oregon trail and star trek legends which is star trek legends is like a gotcha game that now you don't have to do the gotcha part of which is kind of cool um nba twenty two k 21 uh so those are the arcade originals then there's a timeless classic series that's like really bad chess and Sudoku and baggammon and solitaire Um, And then what they're calling App Store Greats Um, and these are games that formerly you would have had to pay for but that are a little bit older things like Monument Valley and Mini Metro and 3's and Fruit Ninja Classic. Um, Just a lot of cool like cool games that aren't probably I don't know if I would subscribe to Apple Arcade for these games but that like really round out their catalog really
2: well. So I don't know Apple Arcade's a great deal if you play games on your phone at all. So so Oddly, Monument Valley, I saw that that was... Oh, it's Monument Valley Plus. That's why. So Monument Valley isn't free, but Monument Valley Plus is. Oh, interesting. I don't know the difference. I don't either.
0: Monument Valley's a cool game, though. It's a lot of fun. Um, they make another game, too. Uh, it's a company called Alba. What? They make Alba. Oh, did they make that, too? Um, They also made mm-hmm. a game called... Oh, man. What, what was it called? I am trying to figure it out and I can't. So they made another game that was really fun. Oh, Assemble with Care, which is also an Apple Arcade. Um, that's a really kind of fun narrative, uh, like, and then you put stuff together. I don't know, it's a good game. Uh, all right, finally, Sony Back Control Corner. We've talked about this a bunch up at, at uh, this point, but uh, it kind of this is a different angle that I don't think I had really thought about before. So you know that the PlayStation Store is shutting down. Um, One shutting down in July or June and one shutting down in August. Um, But what that's shutting down specifically is the the store that uh, people can get um, Vita games through. And like I read, I want to say, and like I I would say don't quote me on this, but I think they said that a thousand games will no longer be available to purchase because of shutting down these stores, which is like. That sucks. But specifically, there's, there's a bunch of developers who still release games for the Vita. There's like four or five games scheduled to come out on Vita this year. And the lousy thing is, is Sony didn't tell the developers. Like, these are people, and I mean, they know who they are. Like, in order to make a game for the Vita, you have to register and purchase um Sony development kits dev kit. and like, I, I don't remember which one of it was they said. Oh, uh, so Barry Johnson from Lily games. They're trying to put out a game this year, um, had bought a second Vita dev kit last month. So Sony, I mean, Sony knew this was happening. Um, <clears throat> the first time any of these devs heard about it was when the announcement was made, like when it got leaked, like Sony didn't, You know, Sony didn't confirm it to them until Sony confirmed it to everyone. Uh, Which is just kind of a terrible way to run development. Like, you know who these developers are. It really seems like you would have told them a year ago. Um, And apparently they just didn't. But this actually means that some of these developers are months and months and months, or even potentially years, into developing Vita games and are just having to cancel them now because they won't be able to finish in time in order to get them out. It just seems like kind of a... I don't know, like I said, I've said this a handful of times, but, like, PlayStation just can't seem to get it together, and it seems really... It seems kind of lousy that just no one seems to care. Like, they still... I'm not saying that you shouldn't buy a PlayStation because of how they do some things, but gamers are terrible, and it seems like any other game company would just be getting constantly thrashed for... I mean, to be frank, like, so Colby kind of alluded to it... um, the, you know outriders came out and the servers have been kind of unstable and and so you know who you blame for for that call
2: um i don't know some random guy that works at the studio well
0: i mean yes obviously you blame the developers and you mm. you probably threatened to nail their cat to their door and you know murder their children but really who you blame for that is game pass game pass is the problem call
2: Oh, if right, if yeah, they hadn't put that, that game
0: on Game Pass, then the servers would have been able to handle the load. So the mm-hmm. problem is Game Pass. And so on one hand, I'm like seeing people blame Game Pass for something that is
2: objectively not their fault. Um and ESO had a very similar problem yeah. where ESO has been having a problem with something specifically with Sony. And it's this big thing with, oh, Bethesda buy, or, you know, gets bought by Microsoft and all of a sudden, you know, Sony gets screwed over. And it's like, well, maybe it's just that there's something wrong with the Sony thing. And that's the reason yeah. why it's only affected the Sony thing, not some grand conspiracy just, where they're losing money.
0: <laughs> like, what do you think corporations want? I just think it's so strange that Gamers will just jump on the dumbest, weirdest things and just you know rip them to pieces. Over, I mean, like I'm sorry you couldn't play Outriders this week, last weekend. You'll be able to play it this weekend. Like no babies died, but that Sony like keeps getting away with doing stupid thing after stupid thing after stupid but thing. But
2: like uh, Nintendo has this absolutely, thing, though. like where like Nintendo gets a lot of free passes for things that I would be like, well. Why aren't they being burned at the cross? Like, you know, everyone
0: treated other- that Mario game going away as like kind of a joke instead of uh-huh. like literally mar- them just arbitrarily deciding that you couldn't buy this game anymore after March 31st. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Any other, like, if Square did that with something, they'd be burned at the stake. And it just doesn't. Or EA did it. Can you imagine if EA did that? Like, I just don't get it. But whatever.
2: Um, it happens.
0: Anything else, guys? Before we go,
2: be be nice to game God. Developers be nice to stuff. game developers right now. Figure out the last be nice game to each other and each other. Mm-hmm. Figure out the
0: last game you played that you enjoyed, and send an email to that developer and tell them how much you liked it because that will make their day.
2: Just hit them up on Twitter. Yeah. like I mean, just
0: be nice. Yeah, just be nice. Be nice. Uh. We're Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. You can follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, slash, bite me podcast. Colby and I have both been tweeting a lot lately. Our Twitter is lit, Woo! I think. It's Spanks. Spanks. Yeah. Go to patreon.com, slash, bite me podcast and support the podcast. Go to d- bitemepodcast.com, slash, Discord to come and talk with us about things and stuff and ask questions. And. Join our Extra Life team at com slash Extra Life. <sighs> Dylan is combing his beard. It looks glorious. Like, full regalia. It's gorgeous. He's like, can you snidely whiplash your mustache? Like, if you got some wax, could you, like, yeah. Oh.
2: That's really not hard, Cliff. Like, there's a, I, know, I a lot of I know, but I can't do it.
0: I just, you know, you I could.
2: Fight. Maybe.
0: Anyway, Dylan... I like Jorgen
1: Florgen. Jorgen Florgen. Mm I don't know know what what the maximum gorky
0: propaganda squad is. It does sound like a game that would be on ID and
2: Xbox, though.
1: (laughs) Sponsored by Maxim Magazine. Uh Oh, be good.
2: It's a giant plane. It's a what? Giant plane. Oh, really? Yeah. uh, Russians Hmm. used it in, like, the 30s. Um, as a propaganda tool, it literally had a printing press in the plane. Um, really? And the they just fingers? like dropped <sighs> shit on the back? Well, until it crashed.
1: Oh, how sad. Were they in a hurry, or were they just? No, rushing? it was.
2: It was for a. Uh, <laughs> they were doing a like a, a propaganda video, and um, another plane that was supposed to be like next to it to show how big it was. Crashed into it. Huh. They both went down into some housing, killed like forty huh. something people. Huh. That's yeah. not great. It's, just, it's not great.
0: That does give me some ideas, though, where I'm going to get a very, very unhung guy to just like hang out next to me. I'm like, look at this. Look at how big this is. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have to be incredibly below average. But
1: <laughs> this is. This is Todd. <laughs> he has a tiny wiener. And why is Makes Todd? Makes me here? look great. Why are never looking great? Just look at hands? it and then look at me. That's like the ugly friend, right? You hang out with him. Exactly.
0: It? I guess you're right. By comparison, that is better. <laughs> but still not great, Cliff. God, it looks no, so that, big. Hey, sometimes that's what you get.
2: All right. Colby's got 100 games to talk about. We should. I'm only going to talk to you about a. Them for a second. All right. <clears throat>